And a three, two, one, everybody. Uh, oh, you just oh, ruined uh, the synchronicity. I did, was there a hand signal? I could not see any hand signals. I signal. think Box was powering down there. <laughs> yeah. the oh. Oh. Uh, we don't need hand signals. We, it, we go off feel. Okay, sorry. Yeah. We go once more? Yeah. Okay. Okay. A three, two, one. Oh. A little bit late again. I yeah, will, I, that was me trail. carrying it on there. Do you think it's a case of he just because he was in a because he was a percussionist? Do you think that he just wants to to because nobody gives a fuck about percussionists? Like what no one does. Wow. We're, we're, we're everyone's about, always about, every, no because everyone's always about the wind. Was there a need for an effort in there? There, there really the was. There really was. <laughs> everyone's all about the wind. Just made this explicit <laughs> now. I did. Yeah, I know. Just put that thing on it. Everyone's about wind right. and they're all about the trumpets and horns and the brass section. Just the brass section. Percussionists yeah. are really only there just to make sure everyone's walk, walk at the same time. Right. Right. So is this a thing that you kind of go, I'm going to t- I'm going to grab my moment now and when they stop, I'm going to give a little bit of a... Well, sometimes I used to throw in an extra little ding off the triangle. Oh. Yeah. And then you get given it. You were... you're not staying within time. You were in an orchestra box. Yeah. Is there... Like, who who is the rock star of the orchestra? Who is like... It depends on the piece of music. Okay. So certain pieces of music will have, uh, it'll be very like trumpet focus. Yeah. And then the lead trumpet will probably get a little bit of a solo mm-hmm. or a little bit of a part. Yeah. I'd, li- I'd like to think trombone. Trombone. Well, the trombones, the tubas and the French horns are one row away from the percussionists. Okay. Yeah. So up the front you have, depending on the type of orchestra you have, you'll have the strings. They're front and center mm-hmm. next to the conductor. Yeah. Then you'll have like the woodwinds. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. My, I left my body there for a second. Go on anyway. What were you saying? And then it goes back from there. Yeah. It goes like, back from uh, there. In the orchestra I was in, there was one guy. Only ever. That's not an orchestra. That's just a one man <laughs> band. <laughs> John and the Dude, Were you just playing with a triangle? With all the, all the strings. I'm in an orchestra, yeah. mom. <laughs> Anytime he walked, it was just like, don't you? I'm in a gang. I'm uh, one. There was only ever one guy. Never did we have a second person join the orchestra who played the tuba. Oh, I mean, it's a niche <laughs> instrument, isn't it? I mean, it? the tuba just—it's more like a—it's more like a spit receptacle that makes some noise. You uh, are the annoying girl with the tuba. If you're <laughs> learning that, imagine living next door to the which guy. one's tuba again? The thing that goes—you put it over you, so it goes around you, and it's got the big Love horn them. heads. Yeah, jazz weekend. I was watching that fella in the tuba, and they were having a ball. But yeah. imagine being like a twelve-year-old. Is this the one tuba. that goes like? Yeah, it's extremely oh, yeah. Low. very cool yeah. though. Yeah. yeah, but they're extremely heavy. Mm. Amazingly so, good for comedy walks. Yeah. And amazingly uh, good for the old bum bum bum. Oh. Yeah. No, you can also. Do, yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, the you might think the percussion section is uh, not the limelight of any uh, section, any orchestra, but we are having the most fun. Yeah, definitely. Because I, we have a whole range of instruments. I well, guess it's the only time anyone in an orchestra gets a good bang. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you have to think of it like if you're playing uh say the clarinet. Yeah. You're just playing the clarinet. Yeah. Whether if you're in the percussion section, you might be on the drum kit, you might be on the marching the snare drum, you could be on xylophone. Oh, he's switching up. It's you not could just be on one. Timpani, you could be on the glockenspiel, you could be on the tubular bells, you could be on the crash cymbal, you could be on the bass drum. Oh, that's fun. You could be on the triangle. Yeah. What about you could be on the maracas. Bit of foot tapping. Bit of foot tapping if yeah. you want, yeah. I get a sense of smugness from 
the violin. They're a bit oh. like, look at us yeah. up here well, with the main line. They are the ones down the very front. Yeah. yeah. So they're right next to the conductor. conductor. And then it's usually like the lead violinist would be kind of, I suppose, and people will probably correct me, but I would say they're kind of like the right hand man or woman mm. of the orchestra. Okay. So they would kind of be the ones who would play a note and then everyone tunes off of them. Oh. oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They're like, guys, I've got this. If I've you already, just want to do what I'm, I do. I pre-tuned in the car, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Books, you don't need to tune up. You're just banging a steel thing. <laughs> yeah. So I, I predominantly played timpani. Okay. Yeah. What would you, Lorraine? Which are tuned drums, what for would, anyone wondering. You told us before. I remembered. Yeah, I was yeah. like, when as soon as you said timpani, I was like, he's a timpani man. I know that for a fact. <laughs> so would you be a timpanist? Timpanist? Uh, no, just a percussionist. <laughs> just a percussionist. He's like, I'm a bit of an all-rounder. Uh, jack of all bangs. Uh, what is something that you did back in the day? Is either something you did once you once used to do or something that you would like to do that you'd kind of go like, that should be my calling hobby. Do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't have to be like performative. It can be anything. Something that you go, that would be my happy place. It could be like baking. It could be leather work. It could be gymnastics. It could be anything like can that. I, sorry, can I just say Dance. one thing as well before we move on? And we, we will come straight back to this. But This is like the speech version of percussion. He's trying, <laughs> he's trying an extra ding here. Sorry, guys. I just want to say one thing. Uh, I would say the star job of any orchestra is the conductor. Oh, yeah. Because oh, they yes. basically have to read every line of music. And they're like a dancer. Uh, yeah. yeah. But so, And they're keeping us all in time. So if there's like 32 people in the, the orchestra or more, like they're keeping the time for every single person. Did you ever learn the patterns that they use? As for reading music? For conducting? conducting. The wand, for the yeah. Stick. No. I did. I did. I did music in college and you did a bit of conducting terrifying yeah. so there's all these different patterns depending on oh, what yeah, feature for, yeah, you're yeah. doing and like they really take note of it I remember like that was part of our assessment was you had to go in and like do the pattern but like depending if you went too wide or too yeah. narrow it changed everything for the orchestra ah, come off you're like that. most people watching the conductor just it, people just kind of think he's like a cheerleader going well done lads yeah. we're doing great five, five six seven yeah. eight Chuba. But yeah. everything he's doing with his hand and with the baton and stuff is oh, I thought so they were just important. No, For it's... us anyways, our conductor, the when his hand went down, that is beat one. So if you're keeping time in your head, that is one. So while you're playing and reading music, you have to also keep an eye on them. Yeah. Oh, God. See where they are and then yeah. keep counting your head. And then if you've got a 32 bar There's kind of like you have to count two 32 bars. It's like you're making the four shape yeah. with so it's your like one, hand. Two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Oh my it's God. It's kind of like a stylistic number yeah. four. So I do think they are class. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone in the, the actual orchestra. It's, it's, it's a, a terrifying place job. to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Back to. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's, what's your thing? What's what your, was your what, question? What's your thing? What's your kind of, what do you think would be like your, when were you at your happiest doing something? Or when, what, or what thing is it that you think, if I, st- uh, that's something I'd always wanted to start doing, because I know you're into photography and stuff like that. Yeah. So what do you think would be like, that, that would be my happy place activity like? At the moment, I'm going to say cooking slash baking. I'm in a I thought real... you were going to say cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> cocaine ah. slash baking. <laughs> no, I can't stress enough. Okay. Cooking. Cooking <laughs> slash baking. Mm. Slash baking. That's, that's the buzz I'm in at the moment. So I would love oh. to get better at that. Um, something I did before. When you say get better at that, like, would you become a baker or um, a chef? No, I don't think I'd become one, but I think I'd like to just get better much at doing better it at, at it. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. 
Yeah. To yeah. be confident enough to like, you know, come to an event or something, be like, oh, I made you some blah, 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 knowing that like... They're going to be good. It's going to be good. Oh God, I hope this doesn't kill anyone. Exactly. Hoping yeah. for the best type of a thing. Yeah. yeah. So something like that. Um, maybe jewellery making again. Oh, yeah. I, I used to make a lot of jewellery. Really? Yeah. Oh, come on. A lot of like earrings, necklaces, bracelets. Oh, guys. Lots of beaded work team, and steel work uh, and stuff. team bracelets or something. Oh, like. yeah. I think we could go to a farmer's market, lads. Oh, yeah. yeah. boot sale. Yeah. Who's got the biggest boot? Chester cake and bracelets. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, at our farmer's market, okay. I'm... While I played the timpani. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Boxes on the timpani. <laughs> Creating I'm a bit soothing. of a stir. <laughs> Luring all of the customers in, you know. Yeah. Then I'll have my jewellery slash baked goods. Yeah, because they'll come over. They, they will come over when they hear books. They'll be like, go over and tell that fella to shut the fuck up. And then they come over and be like, what's that smell? And they get closer. And then they'll be bedazzled by your jewellery. And then yeah. they'll be like, we got to buy something. And then, yeah. Ross, you're there for the kind of like market banter. You know? All right, darling. Yeah. All right, Trico. And you're that lovely the wrist. That wrist looks a bit bare, love. You want to mm-hmm. put one of these on it? Yeah, you, just gone. You're going to get all Alfie Moon on it. Yeah. And just as they're making a decision, because the timpani is classically used for a drum suspense. roll. A bit of suspense, okay. yeah. Yeah, I could maybe just start a light drum roll and get louder and louder as we go. Yeah, how and much is like, that? And we'd be like, well, it's... I'll take the earrings. Yeah, I like it. And then we drown out the price and then we just whip a 20 euro note and go, thanks very much. Yeah, and then they look sad and then we get someone to come and go... We'll get that one tuba player. <laughs> so baking cooking I think so yeah what's yours like what is uh, my like your happy place your happy place of activity to. thing um, god I don't know past present or like potentially something you would like to be like oh, I think I'd be really happy doing that um jeez I actually don't know um were you a skater I no. feel like you might have been a skater I was never a skater more of a BMXer okay, okay. yeah did you me, do that? Me standing on the pegs was yeah. about the height of it. Awesome. Uh, if I saw a hill, I'd be like, no way. It's terrifying. Uh, Especially the up ones. Yeah. yeah wrecked. Uh, God, I don't know. Well, I you're, sub- maybe you're in your happy place. I feel like this. I see, I see. I feel like this is something people don't ask themselves enough. Yeah. That you don't like check in with yourself and be like, what makes me happy? I've been doing this for the last couple of weeks. And I've been like, little things like, just mm-hmm. kind of going, where, when do I feel happy? And I kind of go, straight after a shower. Like oh, when do yeah, I feel relaxed? Yeah. Skincare routine, love it. Yeah, yeah. feel you know. Skin is glowing. Fresh on. sheets, fresh bed covers, love oh. it. Oh, but yeah. I'm there kind of going. If those things make you happy, if you just added those things like on a more regular basis, like say like clean sheets four times a week, you'd be like you'd love getting into bed those four times a week, especially after a, just after a shower. You'd be like, I couldn't commit to changing the bed sheets four times a week. Well, no. are you willing to commit to your own happiness? Do you know what I mean? That's oh what I'm asking, my like. god! But like that. you have a shower. You change the bed and you're like, I need another shower. Take a photograph <laughs> yeah. of your bed and then when it was clean and then go another couple of weeks now, lads. Back I will say it. if you ever get the chance to spend big on a bed, I would highly recommend it. Bed yeah. and couch. Our, bed, couch and kitchen are the three new, most important our things. Our new okay. bed in the house huh? is like getting into a hotel bed. Oh, nice. Every night. Yeah. It's glorious. What you say else is also important? Also a car. Oh, you yeah. Ca- oh, absolutely. You spend so much time in your car. Mm. But in a house, I think definitely couch, bed, Kitchen, yeah, are very very important. Yeah, no one gives a damn what's going on in the hall. Would you be particular then, Bucks, with your hotel bed about the type of bedding? 
Because a lot of people, what is it, Egyptian cotton and stuff mm. that... Oh, God. Would no, you be- it wouldn't be two. The only thing I hate about hotel beds is when they give you a double bed and it's two singles stuck oh. together. The worst. I'm like, I just, what is the point? I might as well the go worst. home. Yeah. Or the weird joined up pillow thing. What is that? One big long pillow between <laughs> two single oh, beds. Oh, no. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had that. That gap thing is the bit, like, I've ridden a few women into, into disappearance. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'm like... Did they just get sucked into the upside down in Stranger Things or something? Oh, Hello? Hello? It was nice knowing that. I think she's on the fourth floor now. Yeah. Also, hotel pillows, there's no, they're like quicksand. And I'm just like, where is my head? Yeah, you yeah. put your head down. You go, no, I'm supported. And yeah. then you just... I need about four of them to yeah. be like, okay, now I can sleep. Yeah, or yeah. The, the, the multifold. Yeah, but the multifold is like just turning it into a small pillow and I'm like, did I pay for this? Yeah, and then you open, then you get up in the, like, in the middle of the night to go to the toilet and it all just like unfolds like yeah, a swan. Yeah. You're like, oh no, I have to do it again. Or when the bed is is made so tightly that you can barely get into the bed. I'm there going, what were you planning to house in? Oh. a secret. Well, no, Sarah goes out of her way to, to rip all of the sheets. Yeah. Because she's like, no, it's so claustrophobic. Take them all out oh. at the end. Do you know the she rips them off. <laughs> they, yeah, Here's what you get from making your bed. Yeah. Holiday in. No, when we stay in a hotel, because they tuck the sheets in, like, as if we're not supposed to move the sheets, they do it so tightly. Yeah. She'll untuck everything and then get into the bed. See, I've I never done that, you see. It's only whenever I get into the bed and then my two ankles have to go to the side because there's no proof <laughs> for your toes to point up. That's then when I start having that panic attack where I just start yeah, kicking the end of the bed. Yeah, so I've never actually had the foresight to go around and not Bruce foresight. I mean the actual foresight to go around and pull the sheets out. Have you heard that rumour about the hotel kettle? What? I have. Oh, is this a disgusting yeah. thing? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah. I don't want Lorraine to. told me about this and yeah. I was like, <laughs> what? I don't want to. No, I don't think. Do you, do you like to drink tea or coffee when you're in the hotel room? Rarely I would use the hotel kettle, but if we're like arriving late or early, I might Seemingly. Now, this is just a <laughs> rumour. I used to. <laughs> this is just a rumour and I have never done it, but I won't use a hotel kettle anymore. But some people, if they're staying quite a while in a hotel, they will wash their underwear yeah. in the kettle. Boil, boil their knickers in a kettle. So fill it up with water, and boil throw it. in the jacks, and boil turn it. it on and boil it. Yeah. And boil it. Does that not do anything to the jacks? It cleans them. And what, shrinks them? <laughs> it's very hot. Doesn't yeah. it get to like a, a kettle get to like 100 degrees or something? 60, or? I think. Is it? Yeah, 60 Celsius, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Is that one of those like urban, urban legends? Lists. I'd like to try that just to see what actually happens. Think the of jocks. the next person that has to use the room. Uh, like they're not going to drink your jock water. Jock water. <laughs> Maybe that's why housekeeping always empty the kettle before someone else comes in is because they know that it's jock water. Uh. I'd say cleaners in hotels must see the wildest of states of rooms when people leave. Yeah, for and sure. And find all manner of contraptions. For sure. Yeah. The stuff yeah. that gets left behind, I'd say, is just like, I'd say they nearly go in there with a JCB and pull the stuff out rather than touch it. Like, I once <laughs> went on holidays to Lanzarote and I lost my glasses. And we were sure the cleaner stole my glasses. <laughs> why did they steal your glasses? <laughs> exactly. We don't know why. We are like, this is a very specific prescription. Thank you. Got out there with the, without saying Pacific. Yeah. And, Didn't uh, need to tell one, everyone. Now we all know that you have a problem one, with it. Uh, <laughs> damn it. Uh, one of the lads was like, I know what I'll do. I'll wait for her to come and clean the room. I'll hide in the shower with the bathroom shower curtain closed. <laughs> and then I'll pop out and be like, ha, she's wearing them. He nearly did it, Stop. but he didn't. 
But then I had to spend the entire holiday with no glasses. And you still didn't find them? No, never found them. Had to fly home and everything with no glasses. Yeah. Which is fine. I can see without them. With the pilot? With <laughs> yeah. Well, we're doing loops. But I can see without my glasses. But when I take them off, and if I, because I have them on all the time, my eyes go a bit bad for a while until they can adjust. So take off your like, glasses there. Do your, do your eyes change? No. They don't shrink or anything. But you like know, some after people's a while, like, they would, I would get a lazy eye because it's trying to fix itself now without the help of the yeah. glasses. So yeah, for the next two days of the holiday, couldn't, well, I could see, but my eye had fallen in, so it looked like I had cross eyes, mm-hmm. oh, and no. I just had a bang headache. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Oh, sure, God. she robbed Jesus. it. Yeah. I was in a hotel in Spain, and uh, we checked into our room. Room was really lovely. Walked into the bathroom, and there was a gigantic pair of granny knickers on the ground. Of the bathroom. Oh, that just makes you think the rest of the room is not clean properly. It's just like tucked in. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we we did say it and they gave us a different room, even though like the room looked perfect. Yeah. But everything, everything looked lovely and clean and it was so fresh and a new hotel, but gigantic, like Bridget Jones style granny knickers. If it was a small. It was done on purpose as well. If it was a small lacy thong. Would you have kicked up a fuss and been moved rooms? Oh, I think that might be even weirder. Really? I'd be like, oh God, what was going on around here? Oh no, because I'd be like, that person was at least like sexy. So they're probably also clean. They also say that in a hotel, you know, at the bottom of a bed, there's this little runner that goes across the bed. Yes. Yeah. They say not to, yeah, that's one of the first things you should take off because there are all sorts on those. Oh, mm. they don't get washed as much as. Oh, oh they yeah. They probably never get washed. Probably never. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. I never thought of that actually. That they never get washed. Mm. So yeah, they're probably. Oh god. Oh. By the way, the most pointless of all linens. That what? little end valance thing. Ah, that's a bit of. It's pop the of second color. most useless valance after Holly. <laughs> Sir, is it? Yeah. Kiss, kiss. Yeah. <laughs> I know my old pop music. I just don't know any of the new stuff. I'm 32. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, shall we get into a podcast? Yeah, I think we've run out of things to talk about and we're probably... What have we learned from this week's podcast? Uh, always look everywhere in a hotel for the previous guest stuff that's been left over. Yeah. yeah. Um, Percussion are the real rock stars of the orchestra. or wankers. <laughs> oh. Sweeping <laughs> statement. I've got, we all have to free up our Saturdays. For the car boot sale. Farmer's Market. market. Oh, sorry. Is that like a bougier way of saying car boot sale? Oh, totally, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. You guys are posh. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a car boot sale, but it's more inbred. So we won't (laughs) be going to Rat Cormac. (laughs) 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 Such a black rock, everybody. (laughs) Right. Enjoy this week's podcast. Loads to look forward to. Tell me lies or catch up with Kean de Krull. Go on. You better listen. Go on. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Rain and Ross in the morning. Corks 96 FM. Tell me lies a time and he is back. He caught us out the last time round with his Toblerone and his dog story. Actually, I should say he caught me out. You guys <laughs> yes. were were wide of him. Mr. Hitmix himself, Brian McAvoy. Hey! Thanks for having me. Brian, you've got another statement for us. We have to decide whether you're telling us the truth or is it a big fat lie? What have you got for us? I have a secret TikTok account. It's kind of secret. I have a secret TikTok account. <laughs> it's and true. This is true. It's true. It's true. Yeah, there's already embarrassment. <laughs> I have a secret TikTok account where I review cats on the street. 
<laughs> and it's a lie. <laughs> it's called Pishu Wishu. And it's secret because I wear a balaclava because I don't want. You wear a balaclava? <laughs> as I do it. As I do it. Just because I, I don't want. Are people-, people only stopping because they think they're being arrested? They're <laughs> or they're going, hey, where'd you got that cough? <laughs> this is glorious. Okay, so how long have you had this secret account? I've been doing this for around four months. Okay. <laughs> I have so many Ridiculous. questions, I don't know where to start. Just a cat that you come across on the street? Stray cat. So normally what happen is like, I'll see a cat in the estate. Like I was living in Limerick a couple of months ago. There was a lot of cats around the estate and a lot of them started coming over to the house. So if I saw a nice one, I just take out the phone, review it. <laughs> So like, you're selective about the cats. I love where the cats are like, well, that's the fella that reviews the squad over there. <laughs> well, not too selective. Like if I saw a very scabby cat, I would review it. But just so happens that scabby cats are normally like quite traumatized and don't really want to go near humans. It's normally the nice fluffy cats that like the attention and they're the ones that get reviewed. They're the ones that aren't left out. I don't believe you. <laughs> Can I ask, do you carry the balaclava with you in case thinking. you come across a nice looking cat? <laughs> I don't carry it with me, but a lot of times it is in the car. (laughs) (laughs) Which I realise now that I say it sounds dodgy, but like I would just have it on me, like in my bag. I always have a bag. You see that bag I bring with me to work? Worst superhero ever! (laughs) Catman! Do you try to disguise your voice or do you put a filter on? I just use that voice you'd use when you're talking to a nice cat or a nice dog. Oh, you're a good little boy and he has lovely fun. I don't keep it a big secret, but the point of the balaclava is I don't want to be walking around the street and people saying, oh, you're that guy who does those cat reviews. I get it. You're the Banksy of cat reviewers. Exactly. Oh, I like that. Listeners, please bear with us while we find a new host for the hit (laughs) Uh, There's something about our hiring process isn't quite working out. Uh, Whoever hires people for 96 FM has to go on a course because this is getting ridiculous I wonder did they see the TikTok account being like he'd be perfect <laughs> well I mentioned I mentioned like a TikTok account to them but it was just you know the usual like my own TikTok account it wasn't this one I didn't mention that score anyway. how many followers of yeah. views do you have 16.2k baby Ooh. shut up 16.2k followers Balaclava Catman Every how day. many videos have you done not that many like maybe 17 what was it? your biggest video I'm not sure what the name of the cat is but you know those grey cats they're like grey and fluffy tabby all cat. around the it's tabby like cat. a British something I can't remember the name of the cat oh were they the ones that are always in like the cat food ads yes yes I know okay, that I know, yeah yeah yeah, yeah I know it was ones. one of those and oh. it got like 70,000 likes like over a million views so the views to over like ratio over a million you. Yes. Dude, I need to start views. doing I need to start doing TikToks where I'm calling out jam bonds and other pastries or something because this is oh my god. It's TikTok. TikTok does the algorithm works in and your favor. It's going to go internet. viral and people love cats like. Yeah. I'm going to say this is true. Yeah. Carries and he was very Clara. confident with the with the numbers when he said 16.2 And there was a little glimmer of pride as well. Yeah. There was we like a 16.2 lads. A yeah. yeah. I'm going to say it's a lie simply because only a lunatic would walk around with an on-hand balaclava <laughs> on the off chance he finds a cat. And also, I lived in Limerick and wore a mask on camera to protect my identity. Sounds very blind boyish. 99% of me is thinking that this is true. I want this to but be true. I'm also like, would he really come out and just reveal himself so easily? I'm going to go with that 1% and I'm going to say this is a lie. Okay. It is true, is what I would love to say. Oh, it's, yeah! 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 it's 
a lie. I put so much preparation into that. I remembered 16.2K. That's why when you asked me, I was like, yes, I prepared for this. Oh, my <laughs> 16. God. 16.2K followers, baby. Brian McAvoy, you were king of telling oh, lies. That is God. amazing. Oh, Brian. Amazing. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Cork's 96 FM. Question six. Jesse Tyler Ferguson was in what TV series for 11 seasons? Haven't a clue. Think of a very long-running TV series. It's American. It's a comedy. It's about a family, and they're very modern. Uh, oh, uh, modern family. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's have a look at these. Eight was correct. <laughs> Stanley. Co- <laughs> I'm sorry. Have you just detonated the atomic bomb in James Bond? You're like. <laughs> Uh, Do you know what that is? That's the release of pressure when you finally realise the quiz is over. You're like, and I can breathe. Uh, Eight was correct. Ice hockey was the Stanley Cup. Isla Fisher is Sasha Baron Cohen. She used to be in, was a home and away or neighbours? Home and away. Home and away, away, yeah. Yeah, The red haired -haired actress. Uh, Claire, County Claire was correct. Uh, Crimson is red. uh, And Modern Family was the answer to number six. So listen, listen. It doesn't matter. You're, you're already. <laughs> I mean, listen. You're flying around Transylvania looking for people's blood to drink. You're very busy. <laughs> oh God! Sun's about to come up. Oh. Gotta get the curtains drawn. <laughs> now, did I get? I got the question six. Is it? You got the question six. Yeah. And I got three out of six. Is it? We we gave you one. You got one answer right. And then you got one, two, three. you got you got one out of six. One. <laughs> We've got twenty minutes left in the show. Oh, Can we just leave Nicola laugh for the rest of it? <laughs> <laughs> Nicola, you're you're not our best player, but you are definitely our best player. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh, you should definitely just for having best oh, laugh alone. Yes. That is yeah. Laugh of 2023, 100%. Nicola, because you were our favourite laugh. We're going to get you back on. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. And you're also going to let us expect you. Yay! Oh, Nicola, I don't want to say goodbye to you. I'm going to use her as a laugh track for my next yeah, special. you should do, actually. <laughs> Go on, girl. Have a lovely weekend. <laughs> Oh, God, sorry. Thank you. I'm actually sweating from Nicola on the two grand minutes. Definitely, I think, one of my favourite callers we have ever had. (laughs) We were talking off air, right, just after we hung up the phone. Because we were like, you know, if it was a great caller, we're like, oh, my God, they were hilarious. And we said something. And then just after Johnny's message came in, this message came in from another John. Lads, I know Nicola only realistically got one. But because she only got one and because she had the best laugh of the entire year... I think she should be an absolute langer. I think. All right. For your latest absolute langer, Nicola! Absolute langer, which is a good thing. It means it's not a good thing. It does. <laughs> it is.
very high honour. Oh. Very high honour. It means you're the absolute crack. We've reclaimed Langer as a positive thing. Mm-hmm. You're an absolute Langer. And our, our, what we always tell our absolute Langers is you're always you're, you're now in a very exclusive club. You might get, you know, first access to certain things. We might throw a listener party just for absolute Langers. There's only five of the you Langers, so far. The Langers Club. The Langers, the Langers Club. Club. Exactly. <laughs> So we're, I'm, we're, I'm going to I'm going to give you two tickets. Imagine to- if all the langers got langers. That'd be some crack. Actually, I don't know if I want to give her tickets to the Opera House now because I can just imagine that laugh for the entire show interrupting every bit I do. You're guaranteed one oh, person laughing anyway at show. you're coming to my show in the Opera House next September. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I don't know why we're punishing you for being a great person. <laughs> Nicola, you have made our Friday. Thank you so much for listening to the show and being an absolute langer. Some langer. <laughs> in the morning. Cork's 96 FM. The rain and Ross in the morning is Cork's 96 FM for your Tuesday. Just gone 10 past 8 and this man had a massive gig in Cypress Avenue on Sunday night. He's back in the country albeit for a couple of days. Kean DeCrow is with us. Kean, how does it feel to be one of the most famous people from Cork? I mean, I think it's fair to say now you're probably on the same tier as the likes of Roy Keane and Graham Norton and Sonia O'Sullivan. When people around the world think of Cork, they also think of Kean DeCrow. How does that feel? I think those people are so famous that people actually don't even remember that they're from Cork. They kind of forget. Like that level where people are like, were they? Were they from Cork? And you're like, yeah. yeah. You're like, no way. As opposed to right now, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, he's from, Keen's from Cork. Yeah, yeah, Keen's from Cork. But oh, here's mad. the thing, though. I think we need to do something because Graham Norton has got the Graham Norton walk in Bandon. Sonia Sullivan has got a big statue of herself in Cove. Is that Sonia Sullivan? Yeah. I thought that was Liam Neeson. <laughs> Who, no. Liam Neeson? Whoever made that statue needs to have a look, look in the mirror. It's Sonia Sullivan. What do we do for Kean to Crow in Cork and where do we do it? Oh, I'd say it, we do it in Passage West. Love it. I feel like it would be a vibe there though. What could it be? It could be, I don't know, skate park. Okay, let me throw this at you. What if we open up the crow's nest again and we call it the crow's nest? Do crow's nest <laughs> Honestly I'm not against it right, right across from the Kingsley You can park yourself At the Kingsley Go across for a drink In do crow's nest I mean come hey, on Yeah now we're talking Way better than <laughs> Listen This time of the year I think we We always tend to get Quite reflective And looking back On the last 12 months or so What an insane 12 months you've yeah. had though So much has happened What would you say Has been the highlight Of 2023 for you Probably getting a number one album Which was something That I felt just like was one of those moments because I think everything like culminated into that moment and that was where I really felt like wow this is really really crazy um there I mean there have been so many I got to go on tour without Sheeran I got to headline the Apollo I got to play like so many arena shows for the first time just insane stuff yeah you've had some unbelievable gigs to be fair just did one as well in Cypress Avenue over the weekend and another huge one to look forward to back in Cork Musgrave Park in June how do you feel about hometown gigs is there an added pressure because there's probably going to be a lot of familiar faces family and friends that kind of thing or does performing at home feel a little bit 
easier and has that little bit more comfort about it? It's a mix, really. It's definitely always so, so special because everyone is just so lovely. When you walk out on stage, it's just like as if they're just so happy to see you. I'm from Cork, so like it's going to be more, people are going to be way more familiar with me, you know, in the way that they speak to me in the way, which is quite nice. People are like, go on, Kino, boy, what's the crowd? Where are you going for pints later? And I'm like, it's not how... I'm not actually going for any pints later, but nice one. Um, but but then it gets like that, but like ex- even more extreme in Cork, which I which I do love. But you have to like almost like prepare yourself for it. Think about this, right? The next time people say, "Oh, where are you going for a pint after?" You can turn around and say, "We're going to De Crow's Nest." I'm st- like, I'm See? still sticking with this. <laughs> yeah. Stuck on this. We're going to De Crow's Nest. <laughs> aren't you, man? See you in there. And then they all go there, and then the money goes straight back into my pocket. Perfect. Investing in myself. Um, can you please do a flash mob video? This is this is what I really want: a flash mob video, but where nobody can sing in the flash mob, <laughs> where no one can sing. That, I mean, they all know the lyrics to your song. They're trying their best, but it's just people that just sound like cats fighting. If that, you ever want, that's actually a really good idea. Do you guys want to be part of it? One hundred percent. We will lead it. Yeah, if you guys find me the worst choir of all time. I would say give us two minutes around this building and we can have it sorted for you. No bother. The Cork's 96 FM Choir. Yes. 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 Really quickly before we let you go, uh, Christmas, what is the plan? Are you coming back home for Christmas? Is it going to be abroad? How are you going to be spending it? Uh, I might be back home. You never know. Could be could be strolling the streets of Cork. Uh, yeah, no, I will definitely be going home. My brother's coming back as well with his uh, partner, and they have a, a son who's like one years old now. My little Philippe is his name, the cutest human in the whole world. So basically, just going to be like having Christmas with him. I mean, he's like one, so I, I'm not sure he still knows what's going on at all. But he's obviously so adorable. So just going to like buy him some cute stuff and uh, just going to hit up the pubs in Cork you know yeah it's going to be really nice obviously we're going to be playing yours and Ella Henderson's Christmas song over the Christmas season because we are loving that and so much more to come 2023 was big but 2024 is going to be even bigger for Keen to Crow I'm going to send you a message after this interview Keen. I'm just going to write the word choir and if you want that choir to be hooked up, we will we will organise it when yes. you're done. We will organise it. The oh, 96 FM elite vocals. Go on, have a lovely Christmas, Kian, and we'll send you on all the business plans for the Crow's Nest and uh, that choir as well. All right. Thanks, guys. And here he is, teaming up with Ella Henderson. Christmas music. This is Rest of Our Days in Cork's 96 FM. I know that's you. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Cork's 96 FM. What's your problem? With Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Cork's 96 FM. It's been a little while since we did uh, What's Your Problem on the show. Yeah, here's the deal. We had so many giveaways the last two weeks. Well, you were away last week, but mm-hmm. the week before that, we had so many giveaways. 10K toy giveaway and all that kind of stuff and flannels and everything. That There was no way we could have given proper time to our What's Your Problems. And we do take these now very seriously. We yes. don't want to just give anyone like a kind of a, a quick read and then one or two things. We want to try and like help people. So Yeah, lots of people uh, have been getting in touch over the last little while. Caitlin, whose name we've changed. Caitlin, yeah. for the purpose of this, has sent us a message. And I think a lot of people will have a lot of things to say about this one. It's coming up to Christmas. Have you not? It's coming up to Christmas now. Gift giving season and all that. We're in peak shopping period. Have a listen to this. Caitlin sent us this. Hey Lorraine Ronson, producer books. So this year is my first Christmas with my boyfriend. We started going out in January and let's just say December has been eye-opening. Oh God. My boyfriend is the middle child 
in a big family. He's got six siblings. Six siblings! (laughs) Whom I've only met two of as everyone's living in different parts of the country and one is in Canada. I've just found out that each of the six siblings... Six siblings! Every time. Each of the six siblings have bought me a present for Christmas. And it's expected of me to return the gesture and buy a present for six people I don't even know. Ah, come on! My boyfriend will be buying his own presents for each of them and also expects me to buy them all a present. He thinks the idea of giving a present from the two of us together looks cheap. What do you think? Is this a bit OTT or is this normal? I don't want to offend anyone or insult them, but I may as well be buying a present for complete strangers with one week to go. Your suggestions would be appreciated, especially Agony Aunt Eva. I love it. Shout out. Thank you, Caitlin. This is ridiculous. Like, utterly ridiculous. What's the what's the etiquette on this? The etiquette, don't go out with somebody who has a family of six siblings. Like, Jesus, <laughs> get Sky Plus, would you? Like, <laughs> the parents must have just, they must have had no trousers ever. Like, this is ridiculous. Six siblings, first of all. You don't even know them. One of them is in Canada. Yeah. What are you, what are you going to get someone you've never even met who's in Canada? Exactly. So, out of six, she, the, Caitlin's only met two. And at that, it doesn't sound like she knows them very well. So it was probably like, you know... Uh, but he's already getting them presents. He's getting them presents, but so he thinks it's cheap if they go in ah, on it together. I tell him to jog on. Do you know what you need to do? You start, you start making up sisters and brothers that you have that don't exist. <laughs> and then you need to just get, like, just get 40 presents off and be like, well, get you don't want to be cheap, do you? Get all the fake presents for your fake uh, siblings. Re-gift them. re-gift them. Oh! oh now we're talking. I don't know. I mean, it's a lot. And it sounds like she's only just found out. We got this uh, message two days ago so it sounds like she only just found out this week that she has to buy presents oh, for complete on. strangers that's so expensive like what's the budget on this but why also, can't they do secret Santa you but know? also who gets all of their siblings presents at Christmas when they're adults normally they'll just go if there's nieces and nephews like just do the kids ones or whatever or they'll just do like a secret Santa one person everyone gets somebody or whatever. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Yeah, it's a bit crazy now. What's the norm out there? People with large families, like I've I've only got two brothers, so we're we're no, like you know it, it's not the worst. Yeah. But people with large families, six siblings, all that kind of stuff. What's your etiquette? How do you feel about this? Have you ever been in this situation? We need to help Caitlin out this morning. We don't know what the budget is <laughs> either, so we don't know how big do you go with this. What do you do with it? So so many messages coming in. Thank you so much to everybody. Uh, hi guys. The solution is buy them all a Christmas decoration that says first Christmas. Christmas this person yeah you could do that you could uh, tell Caitlin get them a selection box each but see then what if they get you something massive yeah, and you like, just got them a couple of bars yeah they'd of be like it's called Jean-Paul Gaultier uh, <laughs> do not get stuck in this at this early stage once you start you'll never be able to get out of it tell your boyfriend that his presence will do I made the same mistake 12 years ago and now I have to buy four extra presents every year fuming June Paul, I assume that's her name I don't think that's the month Otherwise she's way too early For Christmas shopping <laughs> Paul says Don't be lousy Buy the lads presents If it was the other way around The boyfriend would have to Fork out for six presents For his girlfriend's siblings Yeah Would he though? Well, the thing is Fellas wouldn't Yeah No but the, the expectation You'd like, just go in with you be Yeah grand. Be grand. Like, like, Just tell him Just tell him I've no pockets uh, Hey morning crew Morning crew I like that Like rappers Here's a thought for that poor girl <laughs> I love that's what you got from that message. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so she will get a present from the six siblings, but is she going to get the pre- a present from her boyfriend's siblings' partners also? Oh. Oh, but imagine if that spread oh, out this to partners is as well. Up now. Sure, that is. Sure, that is that. What she's going, what she's doing, buying them presents. That's how I look at it. Clearing glamour. That's right. Yeah. So does does he 
does he get presents from his siblings' partners as well? Are they all buying presents? This is like a spider web. It is. It's getting bigger and bigger. Donal as well. Donal, who comes from a large family, um, says this person's being unreasonable. The boyfriend's being unreasonable. A Christmas card, maybe a scratch card would be acceptable if looking for a bigger present. Um, they should, she should find another boyfriend, says Donal. <laughs> Yeah, as well, boyfriend. Like, it's not like it's husband or anything like that or fiancé. It's just boyfriend, do you know? Um, how long are they going out? Well, we've answered that since January. Your man has some cheek asking you to spend a fortune. Is he even worth it from Megan? Ooh, Ooh sister! What's your problem? With Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Cork's 96 FM. If you're just tuning in... Caitlin has a boyfriend since January. He has six siblings. Only two of which Caitlin has... Uh, met before and now he's after telling Caitlin that he is expected or she is expected to get a present for each of his siblings because they've got one for her even though he's got them once himself she has to get separate presents for all of his siblings so many presents what an absolute dose Michelle has been in touch why can't they do couple presents like this is from one couple to the other myself and my boyfriend are giving it to my brother and his girlfriend or whatever you know like, why would they all be buying people individual presents? That is just wild. That's presents flowing everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, one couple to the other. Or then, if someone's not coupled up, they get one present. Like, you know? That's that's what we do in our family, anyway. And if they're <laughs> single, it needs to be a half-price present to the couple <laughs> present. Be like, listen, that's what you get for being ugly. Well, <laughs> Caitlin did suggest that, and apparently your boyfriend said it looks cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Ridiculous. <laughs> Tell your man jog on, jog on. Tell him put your name on the end of, the, of his presents. And next year, if things work out, you can buy separate presents. That comes in from Emily. Uh, somebody else said she could buy a board game for the family instead of all individual presents. No. That looks like you. That no, that does make you look cheap. Because what happens is they've established the rule. You've now come in and said, "No, I'm doing this instead." What you should do is be like, that's ridiculous. You need to put your foot down on this one. Mm. 100%. Uh, no, I'm only assuming she has a foot, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, that's a joke. I also have six, six siblings. We do Secret Santa every year. It's 50 for the present. There's 12 grandchildren and we only buy for godchildren. And we do not buy for brothers and sisters-in-law. It was it from Alison. Uh, tell Caitlin, cop on. Happy birthday, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> well, Somebody was having Kate, none of it. <laughs> Caitlin needs to cop on. Yeah, Caitlin needs to cop on. Jesus. Happy birthday, Ross. Who's after sending that? <laughs> Donald Trump? Like, who's what money do they have? <laughs> so many messages. Thank you so much. What should she do? Let's ask Roy Keane. Oh, yes. What will you be buying for Christmas? Have you bought anything? No. No, no I won't be buying anybody anything. Seriously? Yeah. At all. I'm, no, I just think it's... No. It's for children. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Corks 96 FM. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Corks 96 FM. Jesse J and Price Tag just turned 8. 10. And it's time for the lip reading game. You just stole I'm, my thunder. I was just, I was all ready to be like, Lorraine Ross in the morning. I'm all discombobulated because I'm on the other side of the desk and it feels so wrong. You're discombobulated and I'm worried. <laughs> well, what are you worried about? And the guy over there is like, he's just walked in to meet Santa for the first time ever. <laughs> the big smile on his face. You know I just, what? I feel like I'm flying in like a 747. <laughs> when you've got three seconds to go and you hear, what button do I press? I said, do, no, I said, good. do I have to press the button? <laughs> Okay, it's lip reading game time. 
Okay, one of our absolute favourite things to do. And this time, it is Bucks versus Lorraine. Bucks is good at this. We learned this the last time. He, he is good at it. He is, he is very good at this. Uh, so I'm going to give you a phrase, but you're going to have the headphones on in turns playing the loudest song in the world on YouTube. So you won't be able to hear what I'm saying. And it's up to your lip reading ability to try and figure out what phrase is being said. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this morning we're going to go with Lorraine first. Oh, okay. Ladies first. Although we'd be cancelled otherwise. Yeah, so headphones on. Okay. Headphones are on. Let me hit play. Hit your play. Oh Oh my God, that's disgusting. Okay, you ready? Okay, thumbs up. The best things in life are free. The pants is alive and free. (laughs) (laughs) Close-ish. Close-ish, I suppose. Wow, the pants are alive. Okay, one more time. Party in the pants. Thumbs up. The best things in life are free. The plastic is not alive and free. <laughs> Part-time campaigner. Yeah. <laughs> no. The best things in life are free. Very close. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And plastic. The pants are alive. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Producer right. box, headphones on. Like, I love it. I'm laughing now. And then we yeah, put yeah, these yeah. on. Yeah. Literally the worst music ever. <laughs> okay. First phrase. Thumbs up. Johnny don't go to Ballincollig. Jonathan's going back to Ballincollig. Ooh. 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 Close. Oh, go on. Okay, you ready? One more time. Okay, thumbs up. Johnny don't go to Ballincollig. Johnny oh. don't go to Ballincollig. Oh. Oh. He's a pro. An absolute Let's, pro. I think I've just finished every level of this game. What? How did you... <laughs> Like, you're some sort of lip-reading freak. You may have been practising. <laughs> oh, oh, you see? Bucks and Sarah have definitely spent the last week practising, <laughs> Just the neighbours going, why are they shouting? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lorraine, headphones on. Okay. Second phrase. Oh. You ready? Okay, thumbs up. Ready? Ah, <laughs> uh, there's great drying out today. Oh, I need that again. Okay, go again. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Ah, there's great drying out today. Can you get the train for me? <laughs> why, why are you so panicky? It's <laughs> all so, so shouty. This music makes me really anxious. Okay, headphone back on again. Okay, go ahead. Ah, there's great drying out today. Can you tell me where the train is, please? <laughs> there's something about a train. Why are you teaching Spanish people how to speak English? Can you tell me? Where the train is, please. There's something about the train. Ah, there's great drying out today. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Over to Bucks. Headphones on. Guys, here we go. Last time. You've already won. It's just how much have you won by is the question. Don't make this too early. Is that the sentence? No. (laughs) Relax. Relax. (laughs) Okay, you ready? Thumbs up. I don't want none unless you've got buns, hon. What? Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> okay, you ready? Go, go, I'll, slow, I'll do it slowly, okay? I don't want none unless you've got buns, hon. I like eating ice creams in the cold weather. <laughs> what? <laughs> One more time. One more time. One more time. It's in a very long sentence. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. I'm trying to mime kind of to both. Thumbs up. <laughs> I don't want none unless you've got buns, hon. I don't like to cook unless there's buns in the cupboard, hon. <laughs> what? Is it? No. Take them off. 
I don't want none unless you've got buns, hon. Oh, <laughs> come on. Baby got back. Bucks got skills. Lorraine got base. And you got another lip reading round. Thank you very much, everybody. Hey. Lorraine and Ross in the morning. Cork's 96 FM. There you go. That's another podcast. Hope you enjoyed all those bits and pieces. Uh, you can find all of our social media stuff on our social media, believe it or not, on our TikTok, on our Facebook, or on our Instagram. Give it no like, leave it no comment, share it with a friend, share it with an enemy. We don't care. Just serve the algorithm. We're slaves to the algo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about leaving a fella high and dry. You, Jesus. Do you prefer uh, red grapes over green grapes? Green grapes. Really? Yeah. I'd be a red grape girl now. Really? Yeah. I'd also be a white wine over a red wine. Oh, okay. Yeah. You didn't have to be so bitchy yeah, about it. Right, so, You're such whoa, a fucking violinist. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, but, bye. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's it. Don't edit anything out. That Guys? is the most awkward and beautiful exit of a, <laughs> exit of a podcast I've ever heard. We're exited. I think we need to stop talking, do we? Yeah. Really? Everybody's, uh, everybody's saying.